Welcome back to Season 2 of the Aware Podcast. In this global podcast, Nikki and Sarah, your hosts, chat to inspirational guests who have all had a breakthrough moment in either life, leadership or business. We share our adventures as we talk through the moments, courage, laughter and insight. A big thank you to all our listeners and we hope that you're going to enjoy Season 2 as much as you did Season 1. Don't forget rate, review, subscribe and share to keep us moving forward. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Good morning and welcome to the Aware Group. I'm Nikki. Sarah. And uh, we are delighted today to have the amazing um, Luke Fenwick who is here to talk about those moments where you you start and you're going along a path and one day something just hits you from left field and you think, you know what, what am I doing and and what do I really want to achieve and what impact do I want to have? So, so welcome to you today, Luke, and can't wait to hear your story. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. And um, yeah, thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Nikki. It's awesome to be here on, as you said, off air this crisp but sunny <laughs> Melbourne morning. So uh, yeah. yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Looking forward Fantastic. to the chat. Yeah. So let's just jump straight in, Luke. Um I want to know what the emotional mess moment was. Luke, Luke uh, was a high-flying, high-achieving dude working for some major organisations. Some look very exciting too. And um, what grabbed us with Luke was his story of sitting at the dinner table in an emotional mess state with his wife and newborn, and that was the catalyst of what am I doing you know, with my life. Mm. Talk us through mm. what your emotional mess was. Yeah, look, it it had been a bit of a, a culmination of many, many points, to be quite honest, you know, leading up to that. And I'm looking through a window in one part of my house into the next part of the house, and I can see kind of the dinner, dinner table down there. And, you know, I was sitting there with my wife and, and you know, emotional 
upset, um, you know, in you know, not in a great place, mm-hmm. but that had been a combination of many, many things of changing job, going into a work environment that wasn't really a great work environment, yeah. things not going to plan, me waking up every morning, you know, at 4am for a good six months, mm-hmm. just, you know, churning and mm-hmm. churning and stressed and anxious and and many stories going through my mind, some fictitious and some factual. Mm-hmm. And then getting to the point where I'm sitting down, which is what you were talking about, uh, sitting across from Julie, and and she's like, well, "Like, what are you doing? Mm. Like, is this is this worth it?" And the, one of the questions that came up is, even if you get through to the other side of whatever this is in this place, is this the long term strategy for for what's going to be good? You know, what's going to be the right situation? Mm-hmm. And that was really me, you know, then started to think even further and further. I was like, okay, you know, I can give up, walk away from this, and that was really unfamiliar for me. Mm. Or I can keep battling through, and if I battle through them, what is the fallout of that? What does that do to my marriage? What does that do to my relationship with, I had, as you Mm. said, you know, a newborn boy Mm. at that point in time. He's now three and a bit, and I've got a seven-month-old baby girl. Thank you. Um, But I was like, okay, well, what's that going to look like? Because I knew that I wasn't being present with either one of them. Mm. And when I was, you know, Sunday afternoon, I just wanted to sleep on the couch because I wanted to close my eyes and not think about what Monday was going to going to bring about but that moment was just a lot of conversations culminating in this you know is this part of the strategy long term of what's going to be a great life and it was no Mm. no this this is not it so who was that person that you know was driven to that corporate high-end business drive what was it about him that didn't actually fit that career path or that lifestyle do you think yeah, look, it's something that I've, you know, thought time and time again. And, you know, I heard an interesting comment the other day about someone saying we have different data points in life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's all different theories. And, you know, early on, I was about trying to achieve and it was always about what's next, what's next, what's next. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I had retail for about 15 years before getting into Moulton Chandon or Moulton Hennessy and LVMH. And that for me was always about, you know, next job, next amazing moment, you know, next, you know, increase in pay. And all of these things were moving through. And I didn't do a lot of reflecting. Now that I reflect back, I didn't think too much about what was happening. It was always about moving forward. So then got out of that and found a job, which I was really passionate about when I worked at Melbourne United. I love the sport. I'd met Larry Kesselman, who's the guy that founded Dodo, Mm -hmm. got into that you know, part of the club when they won the championship. And this was this was amazing, mm. right? And then left there and went to work in this other organisation for basically, I thought it would be a big job, mm-hmm. you know, the next 10 years, good pay, but there was just no real passion and purpose for me. I started to realise that those things were important. I started to look at my boy um, and my family and I started to say, well, what, what do I want the world to be like for him as he grows up? Yeah. And then I start to think, if I keep on doing the jobs that I'm doing, like is that is that really leaning into some of the things that, that I wanted to tackle? And that was around, you know, supporting people, creating this place, you know, in a better way. Mm-hmm. Certainly it starts with myself and and those things really started to to shift where I was and move in that different direction. But to answer your question, it was I think it was just part of the natural 
my evolution moving through what was important in life and then you know getting to this other part where it was like well these things are not that important to me what was important was getting myself right to make sure i was a good dad and a good husband so was it and then all the fatherhood would you say the fatherhood the idea of um you know future generations what am i passing on what am i going to teach my son about the world is that it was that the trigger point yeah a a lot of it was Mm -hmm. it was about being a good dad a good husband and being the best person i i could be Mm -hmm. and i was finding in the place that i was i wasn't being able to deliver that now could that have eventuated further down the track like i'll I'll never know like Mm -hmm. we don't we don't know those things when we head in different paths but at that point in time that was the most important thing for me best version I could be of myself mm-hmm. and then deliver to the people that mattered most. Yeah. And that was my wife and my boy at that point in time. And have you found, you know, since sort of having that, that moment yourself and now sort of looking from the outside in back to, you know, friends, friends, colleagues, etc., that you see so many people in that place as human beings, we're driven by a sense of achievement, we're taught to achieve but where, but so many people don't rationalise what achievement really is. Are you seeing that, sort of noticing that a little bit more of others now? Yeah, look, everybody's got their own idea yeah. of what success is, and I don't mean that in a real kind of cliche way. Mm. And people talk a lot about purpose and and you know these really big things. But it, you know, I also reflect on my wife's. Um, father and he worked in a a steel mill from when he was 16 through to the age of 65 Mm -hmm. not a great job by any stretch of imagination but his purpose was around supporting his family and that's what drove him every single day so so everybody has their different Mm -hmm. reason to get out of bed everybody has their different thought of what achievement is and and i think that's a thing that you need to stay close to Mm -hmm. more than anything else because we we constantly see this getting caught up in all of these things that go on around us, right? We've got all of these things that absolutely waste our time constantly and take us away from the opportunity to reflect on what is going on in us. And I think that's some of the most important stuff. It's this knowledge and acceptance of who we are at this point in time, but it's also this knowledge and acceptance of where we're trying to get to. And then to your point, then you can start to understand what achievement really means to you. Yeah, is it a is it a financial thing? Is it service mm. to your community? Is it is it a very internal thing? Like, what is it? Yeah. Right, because it's it's no one else's place to say what your sense of achievement should yeah. be. But I think you're right. I think it's you know one of the things we sort of how we came about with aware was a, that fact of you know what that internal awareness and that internal enlightenment versus the, you know, external driven aspirational side of, as you said, if it be money, if it be the home, the car you drive, all those sorts of things. And getting that right balance, that truly sets you up to be the best that you can be. And do you think that, you know, the last 18 months have obviously been with the pandemic exceptionally challenging for people? Mm. I don't know about you, but I've certainly seen a lot of people come to a different realisation of, of where they put their value equation now. Have have what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, a hundred percent. I think you know we've gone from from maybe the opportunity where people 
were doing so many things mm. at such a fast pace. I go here, I do this, I buy this, I achieve this, I'm on to the next thing. Yeah. I think maybe over the last 18 months, people have had the opportunity to, to pause maybe a little bit more, mm-hmm. have a little bit more time to, to look at these very, very close surroundings that they have and say, well, is this what it's about? Mm. And certainly when you talk about the workplace, how many people were just getting out of bed you know, going to the kitchen table, having their, mm. their wheat bix or toast, and then sitting down at that same table and then doing this whole work thing and then going, well, why is this what it's about? So yeah. you're right, you know, people have had the chance to reflect and ask some of those questions. Are you enjoying this podcast? Fantastic. Why don't you share it and send us a review? We'd love to hear back from you. And if you're wondering how aware you are in life, leadership and business, why not go to go.awaregroup.online forward slash quiz. That's go.awaregroup.online forward slash quiz. And you mentioned values in there too. Like a lot of people never take the time to think about what are the values, what are these driving things, and and that's absolutely happened as well. Mm. What do I want my life to be about? And again, you know, you mentioned money and cars and houses and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that. If your life is about accumulating wealth, that's okay. But I would warn that there is these other things that you always need to be taking notice of because if you don't manage some of these other areas of life and you have kids, then chances are your kids will carry that baggage for you. So it's, you know, Balance is difficult. Balance is not about fifty-fifty. Mm. Um, you know, it is about finding the thing that works works for yourself. But I think as well, you know, it's it's the stories that go with that balance, isn't it? It's it's not mm. that any decision has a greater degree of judgment. It's about the fact that, you know, um, if, if if there's still the value of a work ethic, there's still the value of you know treating people with kindness, mm. all those sorts of things, and it's just it achieving that narrative, that story mm. that you, you know, you want to, to pass on. A thing that we've, that drives us is the research because we are a bit research driven and why we set up the Aware Online um, program or courses was that 80% of people um, think they're far more aware, self-aware than they actually are. Mm. And mm. I think why we love this podcast is we're touching base with people who have kind of hit their first curve of self-awareness. Mm. Um, mm. And it's really exciting then to see the evolution of that. Where are they going to go from here? Yeah. And part of your journey we can see is it sort of was about me, my family, like what is my connection, my sense of true belonging and that self-awareness. And then it's moved out into your um, mission, which is I think a million people You want to impact a million people by 2025. So Mm. I think me and Nikki went, that's fantastic. Hang on. What does impact mean? What what is his definition of impact? Yeah. 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 It's it's a good question. So it's certainly not I'm looking to to coach or work with people in a one-on-one capacity. You know, me and people by 2025, it's it's a number of different things, whether or not it's, you know, my newsletter that goes out to people, whether or not it's connection on, you know, social media, whether or not it's podcast interviews, you know, I've got some plans to do, um, you know, weekends away and seminars mm-hmm. next year. So it's all kinds of different ways that I'll reach to people. And when I talk about impact, for me, it, it is really about how do I enable people to 
look at the things that are going on in their lives. And I, and I talk a lot about behaviors and habits. So I talk to people about how do we create an aspiration for what you want your mm-hmm. life to be? And then how do we support the, the creation of that by behaviors and habits? So for me, if I can impact a million people over that period of time by them enabling to understand these are the behaviours that I have now mm-hmm. that maybe don't serve that purpose yeah. Yeah. and I'd like to change that to lead to this aspiration, you know, that's that's kind of what my goal is. So I'll touch many people across many different platforms, but at the end it's enabling them to have that aspiration to lead a life where they look back and say, you know, this is what I want my legacy to be. Yeah. And I talk, I talk a lot of people about that, that. That legacy is not that final piece where you go, here's a car or here's a house. Mm. Your legacy is every single day that you're living. It's how you engage with people. It's how you, you know, your fingerprints that you leave on the world. Mm. And, and that's how I really want to impact people. So yeah. those people are ready for change, then, you know, I'm here to help. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I think, you know, you, you touched on the fact when, you know, the sort of the, I think there's a really strong correlation between we talk about what, what's got people stuck, you know, where they feel mm. stuck in, in a place but they, they can't uncover the reasons why, which is what you're working, you know, and have this amazing goal for. In your opinion, are there any sort of, you know, top five or the top couple of habits or behaviours of people that you help them recognise are indicators of that stuck moment, that not seeing the impact it's having, you know, from your experience? Look, I come at it from this particular, I'm not sure if this will answer your question, but I ask everybody that I work with to over the first few weeks of our time together to split what happens in their life, the people, places, things into thriving, surviving and crash diving moments. Mm-hmm. So why I'm trying to do that is then they can start to pull apart and say, well, the thriving moments for me, the things that like this is what life should be about. They're not necessarily necessary. Mm -hmm. They're not necessarily building blocks, but this is, this is what awesome is, right? This is a thing that gives me juice for the next day. I then ask them to look at, look, these are the surviving moments. So these mm-hmm. are the building blocks of what I need to have every single day. And people have different things. Some people might say, look, meditation is part of it. Some mm-hmm. people might say they need to work out in the morning. Some people say it's just a matter of spending time with their family around the table every night. Like that's surviving. And then I ask them to look at the crash dive moments. So these are people, places, things that are bringing out those difficult emotions mm-hmm. or difficult circumstances. I ask them to do work around persona exercise. So, you know, what is triggering this person mm-hmm. of you to appear? And then what are these actions and behaviors? And look, there's not, there's not one particular thing. I think for men, you know, I work with a lot of men and a lot of the things that they seem to struggle with is just that, look, I'm not present yeah um you know my mind is always somewhere else you know i can't switch off um it's amazing how many people don't have mm. great behaviors when it comes to self-care yeah like that that seems to be the one that's appearing you know so often with people at the moment is that they well i'm just so busy mm, mm. i just don't have the time mm. i don't have the time to do these things my life is just chaotic well get out of bed earlier or mm. put your phone down or whatever it might mm, be mm. like these are things that we need to discover mm. but for men, I think it's that, and then generally that just that self-care and, you know, people looking to just grow as individuals, right? Like, so how many people have listened to amazing podcasts like this, or how many people have met, uh, you know, read brilliant books, but then they still can't 
put it yeah, into action. Yeah, we talk about yeah. that. Our skill sheets are exactly for that. It's like there's theory yeah. and then you've got to take it off the page and act it. You have to yeah, live it. Otherwise, correct. it remains just theory, doesn't it? Well, that's right. I mean, the self-help um, industry mm-hmm. is, you know, one of the biggest, you know, growing markets, but all the self-help in the world, it's about the readiness to then take Mm -hmm. that and create those new habits and create those new behaviours that keep you out of the destructive moments, Mm -hmm. keep you out of the moments that don't make you feel awesome. Now, we all, you know, we'd love to say they're never going to happen. Of course they're going to happen, but it's what do I do how do I pull myself yeah. out of it? 100%. It's like, well, how are you dealing with this? Mm. You know, you speak to people and they say, oh, you know, I have this particular kind of person at work and they're, you know, they're egotistical mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. Well, you know, how are you going to manage that? Well, I'm just not going to talk to them. Well, that's mm. not setting yourself yeah. up for success when this happens the other mm. million times mm. further down the, the track. So, you know, it keeps on coming back to like, What's your acceptance of, of who you are and where you're yeah. at? Like how do you build that knowledge of and understanding? Mm. And then how are you trying to shape what you do during these circumstances? Mm. Because they will keep on coming up because the world is just full of stuff yeah. that's always looking to, to trip us off. So let's not be naive about it. But it is also about, you know, finding these things that do trip us up, understanding yeah. where we where we are at and then just kind of you know grinding back until we really uncover these things and just Mm. just move past it because and that's the acceptance Mm. part that a lot of people just don't don't do Mm, yeah they try to shift blame on others and that's a challenge what would be your toughest coaching moment or or even in in the corporate world what was your toughest moment or the toughest person you had to deal with or help or manage I, I think it's the people that are really just so stuck in their own mind yeah. that they can't see they can't see what's going on around them. I was working with a client yesterday, actually, so this is a, it's actually a really good question. He's, yeah, 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 yeah. She really is. It's unbelievable. So he um he's gone into a new business. Uh, he has got this he's got this person that he is reporting into that quite frankly just sounds like they are just so unaware of everything that's going on around them, that impact that they're making on other people, like there's the environment that they're creating. And that for me is the really difficult person, yeah. the one that doesn't want to see it or can't see it and is just caught up in their own, well, they're caught up in their own story. Yeah. Right? And, and that's the thing that can be difficult at times, you know, I've had some conversations with people and the very, very first thing that I've said to them, even before working with them, is I can sense that there is this ego driving you at the moment mm-hmm. and, and we've got to be really aware of that. And it's amazing how many people are like, oh, okay, great, fine. And that's the end of the phone call. Yeah. But, they'll, but they'll call back They'll call back two weeks later yeah. and say, you made me think about mm-hmm. it and you're mm-hmm. right. My ego is driving mm-hmm all of these things and that's the challenge that's your balance isn't it too because we need those healthy egos they're part of you know our structure to find purpose and passion and drive and yet when they become inflated for the wrong reasons they become detrimental to being a really healthy and functional human being
Are you enjoying this podcast? Fantastic. Why don't you share it and send us a review? We'd love to hear back from you. And if you're wondering how aware you are in life, leadership and business, why not go to go.awaregroup.online forward slash quiz. That's go.awaregroup.online forward slash quiz. Yeah, it's it's when, you know, you, as you said, you need that sense of, you know, I'm looking to achieve and I'm, I'm moving forward. But it's when your ego is out of check and you're placing some of these thoughts, uh, emotions, words on other people, mm-hmm. right, to make them less or mm-hmm. to make yourself more. Like when, when you're doing those mm-hmm. things, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know it's out of check. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we all need drive. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that gets us out of bed, yeah. right? Like we wake up and it's the reason why, you know, <laughs> Yeah, you guys are, you know, doing the work that you do and you, you know, do the show and yeah. like that's part of drive and there's this thing inside of you says, look, I want to make a difference. Mm. I want to be great yeah. at what I'm doing. That, that's okay. Mm. But don't let it get misplaced. Mm. Don't let it run, run you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well and, said. Well said. Yeah. And I think that's so true, isn't it? You know, when ego turns into judgment, um, that that's when, you know, it, has mm. such a detrimental impact on others mm. and stifles others' potential. Mm. And, you know, it, it's always, I don't know about you, but those moments when you create and help facilitate um, someone finding their best self and being okay with it mm. and, you know, really grabbing hold of it and going to the future that they want, it's so amazingly rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's brilliant, you know, part of, you know, what I get up for every day is to be able to work with people and just see those see those changes in them yeah. and see them just starting to spot, oh, okay, I'm doing this or I'm slipping back into this yeah. and just starting to work through that themselves. Mm. Like when people are starting to call call bullshit, mm. if yeah. I can say that, sorry. Say that so when people are starting yeah. to... It's definitely allowed on people, ours. <laughs> yeah, we're... When people are starting to call bullshit on themselves, mm. I'm like, great, awesome, right? Like n- now you're starting to get it because we all go through of it. Like, no one's, no one is perfect. Mm. And I think part of the challenge that we have now is that so many people just see this veneer of perfection mm. on whatever, whatever they're watching or whatever they're consuming. They're like, well, why am I not mm. like that? Well, they're not like mm. that. So, that's why we put up loopers so, on because I, I think people think yeah. we are these highly driven women and uh we're we dorks actually um doesn't mean we're not professionals but it just that's correct we make asses of ourselves uh quite a lot and we're quite proud of it in the sense that you know authenticity um has such incredible value Mm -hmm. and you know the letting go of that ego to Mm -hmm. say i actually don't know Mm -hmm. um but i'm committed to Mm -hmm. finding out or i'm happy to work with you or i can do those but actually you know talking about that vulnerability but being authentic about that that's why we've got one of mm. uh, one of our skill sheets is actually called um are you authentic or um acting yeah because we were looking at research about um mm. where 
you know, trying to be authentic is a beautiful thing. But if you're in the moment of trying to be authentic, then you have to check how self-serving is that action. Mm. Is is there an undercurrent <laughs> there that is more manipulative than you're willing to, to ask? So, you know, part of what we love is, yeah, we can all do a lot of coaching or self-development, but we want to push even deeper and make you so connected with what you're doing yeah. uh, that you, mm. you, you're calling yourself out, as you yeah, said, you know, you're calling your own bullshit mm. out. Am I being authentic? No, I actually want that person to do that for me. But I'm acting authentic yeah, because yeah. I don't want them to see that I want them to do it. And it's much better just to say I want you to do it uh, rather than try and be, you know, something, something you're that not. you're not. Mm. Yeah, look, it's... It's a battle, right? Like, and that's that's the thing that a lot of people have got a handle on. Authentic, authentic's a really interesting word, and you know, because sometimes you know, if you're a lion, you're a lion. If you're a panda bear, you're that's a panda right. bear, right? So, in some of these things, you can develop on the edges. But if this is kind of yeah. who you are and Absolutely. what you're really about, right? Then, then you've got to be okay with mm. that. Now, that doesn't say that you can't develop things, mm. but it goes back to what we were talking about before, acceptance and knowledge, yeah, and this, is, this is what this is what I'm about that's right. and where do we go to from you here. You can be an ugly hyena in the world, um, but be proud of it and work the, the hyena, that's you know, correct. which has its own beauty Absolutely. and skills. Um, like I learned, hyenas can adapt uh, grow penises. Um, Did you? Female hyenas oh. can grow penises in order to compete against the highly really? patriarchal society of the hyena. Now, yeah, really? I know, who knew That's that? Insane. My kids told me that. But I just thought, you know. Are your, are your kids having a lens? No, you, like we looked it up. It's actually true. Because, <laughs> of course, she didn't believe them at first. She's going, oh, no, that's just a story. Yeah. But <laughs> what I'm yeah. trying to say, although I don't know why I had to bring penises on hyenas in, but I'm trying to say if you look deeper into someone, yeah. there is something unique, something surprising something that you didn't know they were capable of yeah i could have used mm. a better metaphor admittedly but you know <laughs> you get the gist it's, it's out there yeah, now yeah, so, we um... it, so... <laughs> yeah sorry luke on your trailer it's gonna be you know <laughs> why did sarah bring up penises on hyenas yeah you know um, sorry about that but no i think it, it's really um the thing is, is that we all have a persona and I, you know, go back to your point about perfection. You know, mm. we spend, mm. um, you know, and I've always talked to Sarah about it is that, you know, challenges go back to the point where we're trying to be something that isn't us. And authenticity is about, you know, being honest. That That's what it's about. And honesty, not only in words and actions, but in your motivations mm. and, mm. you know, those vulnerable moments where we've shown our all, you know, like when you're at the dinner table, there was no judgment from, from your wife. It was just how can we get you, how can I help you be the person you want to be and the person of how you stand up every day? And that to me is what authenticity and genuine kindness is about. Where is the mm. corporate dude? How, how does he manifest still? Because we know you can't change identity as fluid as that. Part of that corporate-driven mm. man still still is active. So where is he in this karma, coaching-centred um, version of you? Oh, look, he, you know, he's, yeah, he, it's, still, it's still me, yeah. right? Like I'm still, the drive that enabled me to, 
you know, my first job was opening cardboard boxes at Meyer, right? And then that progressed through to LVMH, biggest luxury mm. brand company in the world, general manager commercial sales at Melbourne United, the basketball club, a dream job, given the job by, you know, their CEO, Larry Kissman, Rich Lister. So like, you know, and I say that to, to say like all of this was part of the drive yeah. for me to, to get through. And that still exists now in regards to how do I keep on, you know, doing more of what I'm doing? How do I grow this business? How do I engage with more people? How do I learn more? So all of those things still exist, yeah. you know, but I think it's just that where is, where is that focus and aim going? Um, one of the things, you know, you, you said judgment. I can't remember who said it before. Um, right. So, I, you know, I used to spend a lot of time, you know, on reflection, you know, judging Judging everybody around yeah. me, right? Judge, 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 judge. You know, I should have been judging myself maybe a little bit more and then things could have been maybe a little bit different. I, I don't know. Yeah. So those things that don't serve me well mm -hmm. and don't serve our purpose, mm -hmm. I try to do less mm -hmm. of, yeah. right? So I'm really, really conscious of those things. You know, I'm... I can be short with just, you know, wanting things to happen really quickly. Mm -hmm. So... I need to make sure that I'm I'm on top of those things. So he's still around. I'd like to say he's focused and used for good, <laughs> you know, in a in a different degree. Yeah. Are you enjoying this podcast? Fantastic. Why don't you share it and send us a review? We'd love to hear back from you. And if you're wondering how aware you are in life, leadership and business, why not go to go dot group dot online forward slash quiz that's go dot group dot online forward slash quiz but it's amazing you know i work with a lot of executives as well so you know as you know coaching is not really about advice mm. but certainly there's always elements that's this is what's going on within this workplace yeah. around you know a boardroom so you know i look back and say the last 20 25 years of working in these environments and and coaching people to success in those environments now plays a massive part in what i do with mm, people yeah because i've been around that like mm. i don't say I don't say to someone, geez, you know, geez, your work sounds tough. You should just resign, mm. walk away mm. from it. Like that's, that's not, that's not my mm. place to say yeah. that. My place is to ask the questions mm. for them to understand, well, is this the place for yes. me? What are the things that I can control mm. and do here mm. to try and find solutions mm. to the things that are really causing mm. angst and agitation yeah. in me right and now? And there's the growth, isn't it? That's the holding them to get that skill to challenge that or challenge their space and that yeah. or challenge, you know, by having difficult conversations so that they do enjoy the work or they do decide um, or create an opportunity to test whether they belong there or not rather than just throwing in the towel because it's, it's gotten to that really tough place. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's gotten tough, you know. For a long time, I, I beat myself up going, you know, I, I quit from this yeah. job. And I and, you know, for a while in my mind, I'd painted myself as a quitter. Yeah. And that, for me, really caused a lot of issues. Mm. And then, you know, I started to also look deeper into it and say, well, I've never never really quit at mm. anything. Been in retail for 15 mm -hmm. years. Was, a, was at LVMH for seven years. Was at Melbourne yeah, United for four years. Yeah. 
So I'd never quit, I'd, and I'd always progress mm-hmm. through these businesses. But you know, we were talking about mm-hmm. stories before and how you paint yourself mm-hmm. and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I hung that around my neck for a little yeah. while, and then really started. So well, no, mm-hmm. I, I left, and I needed to leave for mm-hmm. these reasons. And mm-hmm. Again, they're my my personal reasons. Yeah. So you know, I walked away from it. Did I quit? Yes, but. You know, it was a data point, right? That's what That's we're talking right. about. Very, very start of this. That was the data mm. point of where I was at life then. Yeah, um, and it's, mm. and it's very different. And it's now. like we like more than quitting, letting go. Yeah, you know. So it's more of a, a decision to let go of something rather than to just throw it, throw it in, or or to quit, which is an impulsive, emotional response to where we're at. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, great way to look at it. It was letting go of that mm. because that was mm. just creating this chaos in the rest mm, of it. Yeah. And it just wasn't Yeah, and it. wasn't, it as you it. said, it wasn't helping you be the best version that, of yourself that you wanted to be. And I think, you mm. know, we often look at our decisions or people make judgments around decisions that, um, around the motivation. But, you know, being able to find mm. what, what makes me happy, what makes me jump out of bed with enthusiasm, um, and tackle the day, that is that is a true art to be able to find that and help people on that journey. So, you know, I really commend mm. you that, you know, you've, you've clearly had an impact on, you know, so many people mm. and, you know, by 2025, mm. look out those million. Because... And we've just joined the million. Which, yeah, that's correct. Which two more you can add in that that's you've made correct. an impact add on. Add us to your tally because... <laughs> Beautiful. I'll get that whiteboard somewhere. <laughs> next year. Yeah, Luke, it's been lovely it's chatting amazing. to you. It's, um, you know, again, really hearing someone who's had a heartfelt um, organic transformation that, that just sat there and knew something about them was not running true to form. And I love mm. the idea that, look, people become coaches for loads of reasons, but I like the mm. idea that your idea of what you want to do isn't um, about gaining, but about um, moving out into the world, like helping. And I wish you the best. Let's make it two million. Why stop at one million? That's correct. You've got like the world's your oyster. You yeah. can, you can Let's do it. make it go happen. global. Yeah. Let's do Let's it. Do. Well, that's the plan. We, we've got some plans. Oh, we like plans. Well, maybe we'll have plans. you back you on know. when you can share those plans. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, we'll do it when I'm, uh, yeah, somewhere else, you know. Hey, let's be really oh, secretive no, about that. Oh, no, let's, let's make everyone hanging. <laughs> Very sure lock off you. Way better. <laughs> uh, oh, thanks, Luke. It's been a real pleasure. Beautiful. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, thank Nikki. You. Awesome to yeah, chat. Thank you. I wonder what you'll take away from this podcast. Luke gave us a lot to think about, particularly the thriving, surviving and crash diving way of looking at yourself and where you are currently. You can get hold of Luke on his website, lukefenwick.com. Sign up for his his, uh, BS newsletter, which is Behaviours and Strategies, not the other word you were thinking about. You can follow Luke on his Instagram at luke.fenwick.com. You can also get in touch with him at Luke Fenwick, Life Impact Coach and Behavioural Strategist on his Facebook and again, just under his name, Luke Fenwick on his LinkedIn. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Thank you for listening to the Aware Podcast and we really hope you enjoyed our guest insight and the little quiz at the end just for a bit of fun. Music for the Aware Podcast is by Tape Machine featuring LFA, the song title is this is who I am. If you would like to be a guest or contact us regarding the Aware platform, please email awarearcgroup at gmail.com. That's aware, A-R-C, arc, group at gmail.com. We are Nikki Mackey and Sarah Godfrey. See you next time. Respect myself I should come off all